Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk, it's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Hello and welcome to a Feedback Friday edition of Purple Daily here. This is kind of a bonus episode because we turned the live Friday stream into Judd's camp notes. And so if you haven't checked that out yet, you missed like a 15-minute deep dive into how Jaron Hall is looking. You missed probably a four-minute deep dive into uh, how Judd's holding up after the first two days of training camp in the 95-100-degree yeah. sweltering heat. But making it. It's doing well. A little tired. It's doing well. A little tired, yeah. but I'm I'm okay. Thanks for all the concern. So we're going to get to as much feedback as we can here from the week on this episode, presented by our friends at TCL, which has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs, too. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. You can learn more at TCL.com. Gentlemen, let's start with this one here. And you can always hit us up throughout the week. The feedback tab inside the Score North app is the best place to... So anything you send there just gets sent to our emails, and we can kind of stockpile throughout the week. We also check the YouTube comment sections, and sometimes we'll take stuff from social media. So I know that uh, that Jalen Naylor missed the second practice, but this is this is an interesting question we can start with from Connor S. Do you guys see a world where Naylor has more catches this season than Jordan Addison? Well, Phil, I was that. What, what was your write that down, or, or was that KJ? Well, mine Osborne? was mine was KJ Osborne. K, okay, okay. Um, so, so this is you could take this as a, like a Jordan Addison bust question, or you can take yeah. it as a hey, Jalen Naylor actually might be able to play some ball, and they they should find some targets for him. Barring an injury, no, I don't, I don't, because I don't think Addison. Um, my big my biggest concern about him is going to be his size and therefore his health. I think if he's healthy, he'll be fine, because from what I can see, he can run routes. He's got great speed. He off the field, I got no clue. Okay, he might be a problem. He might not be a problem ever again. So just yeah. to be very, very clear here, I'm I'm not going to make a prediction. I don't know. Sorry. Like we have covered a lot of guys, a lot of first round picks, some of whom surprised us in a good way, some in a bad way. Um, but no, um, I like Naylor. I think he makes the roster, and if there's an injury, I think he'll be uh, a reliable enough player to play. But no, I think I think the plan. For Jordan Addison uh, is not going to be affected by the speeding ticket or this thing about, oh, my God, now the team doesn't trust him. 
Now, back to Phil's write-that-down prediction. Could K.J. Osborne have more catches? Yes, he could. K.J. Osborne is going to – he's not going away. He's not going to, to say in the final year of his contract, well, you drafted this guy, so screw it. He's going to work his ass off. And right now, when it's a two-receiver set first team, it's Justin Jefferson and K.J. So just to be very clear here, could K.J. Osborne have more catches than Jordan? Yes. Do I predict that Jalen Naylor might? No, not unless Jordan gets hurt at some point in time. Yeah. I will say, uh, you know, I wouldn't mistake Jalen Naylor for like, you know, late 90s Randy Moss here, but he did catch his last two years at Michigan State. He did catch 13 deep passes, deep passes, meaning the ball traveled 20 yards or more in the air. So 13 deep pass receptions, and he scored touchdowns on half of them. So, and he averaged overall like just under 20 yards per reception. So he's a guy that like intermediate deep, he can break free. And you, you've seen some of this in preseason and then you know he got a little bit of run in some of those games last year didn't he score did he score a touchdown in the uh packers oh the packers blowout that's what it yep. was game in lambo so some of that stuff is like oh it's a blowout game you can't really put much stock into it but could he be a guy that comes in do i think he's gonna have more run than jordan addison like only if addison gets hurt or something happens off the field again I think I think it's more about like would KJ Osborne ascend to be your number two wide receiver. But yeah, I do believe Jalen Naylor is interesting. He's someone to keep an eye on, and he's someone that can potentially help stretch the field a little bit. Well, look at KJ Osborne, right? KJ Osborne's rookie year, like didn't make any impact on the field basically, and then in his second season, he catches fifty balls for seven hundred yards. That kind of came out of left field when you know Jefferson and Thielen were still on this roster. So can Naylor be that guy? Can Naylor kind of take a take a look at basically KJ Osborne's career? and see a similar path, and I can see a similar thing, too, where Naylor ends up getting on the field and catching some footballs this season for the Vikings. Maybe what's more likely is K.J. Osborne has a big year as a, like, number two, number three, like, maybe gets close to a 1,000 yards or something, and then cashes in in free agency with some other team. The Vikings get a comp pick, and then Jalen Naylor becomes the number three wide receiver in 2024 mm-hmm. on, a, on a cheap sixth-round pick contract. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, that's more likely than him exploding as the number two wide receiver in 2023. Absolutely. Yep. And yeah, I I think uh, we talked about this about three days ago. I think KJ Osborne is probably gone, not because the Vikings don't want to retain him after this season, but because if you look at the cap hits and you look at the contracts, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think somebody's probably going to pay him more than the Vikings are willing to or probably think that they can. So yes, Phil, I think that's a, that's a solid prediction that, if Jalen Naylor continues to ascend, that he could slide into that KJ Osborne old school role from a couple of years ago mm-hmm. after KJ leaves. All right, Southern Exile chimes in here. Random musing of the day. If you could guarantee the Vikings win a Super Bowl this season, would you accept a decade of sub 500 records in exchange? Or what would you accept if not? a decade straight? Like what, what would be your sort of tipping point to guarantee a Super Bowl this year? I, uh, I just about anything. I, I don't know if there's anything that I would not accept in terms of like the football team, like going in the toilet or just being like the Browns. How from... about they move? They move for whatever reason. They, they move, they move to Europe. Europe's looking for, they, they, uh, they, they put a team in uh, London and it's the, you Vikings. know what you guys, 
We are seeing this play out in real time. It's the Rams. Yeah. Would you would you be willing to accept? And my answer unequivocally yes. Uh, but would because teams don't like if you are a competently run franchise now, you don't really become the Lions or 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 what the Browns were, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go down, like you, you win the championship, you have to start to purge the roster because of salaries. Your quarterback gets hurt, like the luck changes. So it's the Rams, and my question is, if you're a Vikings fan, I think you absolutely take so that. You're saying, like, the Rams won the Super Bowl in 1999, and then it actually No, I'm them- saying the most recent Rams. I'm saying the, they, they, the team that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, but they're that, not going to be bad for 10 years, are they? No, but I'm saying, but I'm saying that's not—I don't think that is the reality of it. Dude, you I, don't actually, become, I think the St. Louis Rams are the better yeah, example because— that's what I thought. So the St. Louis Rams, they won the Super Bowl in 1999, and then they were like, then they went to another one a couple years later. So they had the mm-hmm. they had the greatest show on turf, almost dynasty, but it didn't come to fruition. And the price they paid for that was they did not. So starting in 2004, the Rams did not finish above 500 until they moved to L.A. in 2007. It was 13 years between above 500 seasons. So they went in the tank, 10 years of losing, and then they moved. But they got, but they'll always have that 1999 season. Is it? Yeah. Is it worth it for St. Louis fans? Well, and then they lost the team. Probably not in their I know, case. They lost the probably team. not. But I, I think that the current day Rams are a good example, a good parallel because of this. They're not horribly run at all. They're well run. But you're, but you won your Super Bowl. Your veteran QB got hurt. Guys started to leave, and because the Vikings aren't. Poorly run enough, I don't think, to go into this like in perpetuity being awful. Right, but you're now, but now you're doing the classic Judd thing where you take a question yeah. and you add your own answer to it. Yeah, and I'm telling no. you, it's about four or five you're, years. You're trying to craft an answer that doesn't exist. The, you're saying, well, they're not bad enough to like be bad for ten years. That's yeah. not what Southern Exile wants from you. Southern Exile wants: Would you take a Super Bowl and then swap out ten years of absolute garbage to follow? Yeah. yeah. You don't get to massage this and be like, well, they're not like that. Well, no, that's not it. I'm they, talking they reality. I'm dealing in reality. get I'm, run terribly for 10 years. Well, this question isn't in reality, for honesty. So I, am, that- I am dealing, and I'm trying to help Southern Exile here recraft his question, <laughs> which, which is actually very Phil-like. Phil recrafts questions. Anyway, yes, if, it, no, if it's a Super me. Bowl. Oh, I'm just trying to answer the list. Oh, if, it's a su- if it's a Super Bowl, yes, I, I would you be willing it, to take you, yeah. 10 years. And then we get to debate like who they draft number one overall for you well, know the next decade. It'll be great. and also, I mean, I just want to see, no matter what the price is, ultimately, I just want to see this team win a Super Bowl because I want to see what happens. Yeah, well, that's the motto of the show. We, we, I realize we, that we can't come on here every day and be like, we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die, and then when presented with this question, be like, I don't know, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm taking a Super Bowl. All right, Terry. Terry Lee says. I'm very interested in your Quasi scorecard to date. KOC Ooh. seems like the superior hire of the two, which Quasi was part of hiring him, but what else has Quasi done? He traded for Hawkinson, but can't seem to figure out a new contract for him. Well, for all we know, they might be close, but I think it's hard to, unless like Hawkinson leaves or something in a year, it's hard to be mad about that right now. He can't Please. seem to get any value from our old players and has not completed one significant player contract yet. I have little faith in Quasi's team building ability. Okay. 
I understand the concerns. It's way too early. It's way. I I know we want to judge the 2022 draft. And look, I said the night when, when we did the draft show at Surly that night, I said, I don't like going from 12 to 32 just to accumulate a few more picks. But this rush to judgment, like Kevin O'Connell, the results are tangible every single day. Yeah. Every single day we watch him coach a game or I go out there and watch him coach a practice. I can see things I either like or don't like and immediately pass judgment. This, the crazy thing we got, I'm sorry, folks, we're going to have to be patient here. Like we don't know yet. How can we pass judgment on a, on a draft that has had one year eventually it could be awful, but guess what? It might not be. Um, do I question at times if he knows exactly what he is doing? Yeah, I, I do at times, but that's true of most GMs. So I am a long ways away from like, oh, that didn't work out. Um, O'Connell is just, it's a coach is so much easier to judge. Fair or unfair, though, I think we can say that since the introductory press conference for both of these guys, since so basically since both these guys have been hired, that there is probably more questions about Quasey than there is about Kevin O'Connell. That's, mm-hmm. That is a fact over the last 18 months. Fair or unfair? That is yeah, a he's fact. Op- but, but he's operating in a way we can't see, Declan. That's the, that's the thing. Like, like, we want results. And O'Connell can deliver results through winning games or through a good play call. And we see those immediately, and that's gratification. Quasey, we don't know. And, and his job is to sort of operate in secrecy at times, too. So, again, I'm not saying I'm a fan. I just don't don't know. But, like, if you question T.J. Hawkinson, that's one of the best in-season trades made by a Viking executive ever. Yep. I don't, and I, so, yeah. I'm kind of more with Declan on this in that, to date, 18 months in, Kevin O'Connell has hung some nice pelts on the wall. Like, you can, you can, you can see, wow, he took a, he took like an eight or nine win thing and turned it into 13. Maybe there was some luck involved. Players seem to love him. He got the most out of Kirk Cousins that any coach ever has in the fourth quarter and in some of these high leverage situations. So there's like some definite pelts on the wall for Kevin O'Connell. There aren't many of them for Quasey, but then like to Judd's point, a lot of the things that he's doing, like he's probably instrumental in helping Kevin O'Connell with some of the things that are working in the fourth quarter. For Sometimes we think that the GM gets the players and then that's the end of his influence, right? Quasi is also a culture builder. I think if we talk about maybe the, the culture being something that elevated the Vikings from eight or nine wins to 13, I do think Quasi deserves some of that credit too. But if you're asking me right now, which one are you more sure of today? I would say, yeah, KOC. Right. But I need but I need more time on on Quasi for sure. Well, and in fairness to the judgment of both of these guys, this is really their first year building their team. Like last year they Which might inherited be a knock on Quasi. It's like, well, he he could have maybe traded some of the but, guys that But they if they said take steps to. back, it's a knock on Kevin. Like that that's the thing is we just this, this is a thing where we've got to allow it to play out. Last year was fun unexpected and in some ways a fluke that's fine but it was also a a team that had come off a miserable year with a coach who couldn't stand his team by the end and O'Connell who you know speaking of a guy that can build a culture very positive came in and took a group of players who are still at least on offense good 
and turn them around quickly. So I think the question now, though, is we are now just getting into the real roster building of the quasi KOC administration. And that's this now is going to tell us which direction both guys are going to go as far as the judgments we should pass on them. Yeah. Okay. Ben Peterson says, I know we've belabored this point, but I was just looking at the top 100 players of last year, and three of this is like NFL's top 100 players, and three of the four top 100 players were Dalvin Cook for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, Zadarius Smith, and Eric Kendricks, who we all got rid of. I completely understand the age factor, but I kind of got a gut check knowing that those three players were in the top 100 in the entire league. I can assure you right now, I don't know if that was last year's list or right or whatever, like whatever list that was, I can assure you Dalvin Cook and Eric Hendricks are not two of the top 100 players in the NFL right now. You might make a case for like a healthy Zadarius because he was a top five edge rusher, but you don't have to worry that the Vikings punted on two of the best players in the NFL five years ago. Absolutely. Today, I do not have that concern. No, 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 no. All all three, my my guess is if I think that list just is coming out again or came out again. Um, my guess is that all three now are, are off that, that, that list. The, the only guy I'm concerned about who is not here right now is Hunter. That's the only guy I'm concerned about. There's yep. nobody else. There's nobody that they have purposely dumped who I'm like, they're going to regret that move. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm, if you're concerned about that, remember this sport evolves quicker, probably than any sport it's unforgiving. And, and just because a guy was good two years ago, does not mean he could still be or would be a major contributor, especially in Dalvin's case, recall this, at his price tag. Yeah, and you're better off staying ahead of that. You'd rather be a little bit ahead when it comes to the changeover and staying young and spry than being a little bit behind. Uh, Danny S. chimes in and says, it was awesome hearing Judd in the Netflix quarterback series, but it got me thinking, did you guys get any royalties from Netflix for them using clips of your show in quarterback? Or do they reach out and ask if they could? Just wondering, keep up the great work. So, yeah, uh, we didn't get royalties. It was like three different episodes, and they featured Judd for like five or ten seconds in each one, the audio only. So a producer from, I can't remember if it was from Netflix or if it was from NFL Films, but a producer reached out like probably three months ago and just said, hey, we... We're pretty much done producing this, and we do have three clips from Purple Daily in this, you know, wondering if... Now, could you negotiate royalties? Probably, but they were only using, like, a few seconds here and there. And mm-hmm. Right. So so we just said, yeah, this is cool. Awesome. Let's let's do it. Let's let Judd have a voice in uh, <laughs> in the quarterback docuseries. And now I'm rich. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say, forget, forget the royalty. It was now Judd, actually. Judd, Judd was Judd the one who strangle-held yeah. it, and that's why it's only Judd in the three clips. Yeah. Mackie and actually, you know who... Featured. <laughs> Chip is though, and it had to come from our, our shows. Oh, Chip Scoggins is in episode one. Oh, that's right. Okay, and so that, that had to be from us. Access? Okay, had to be from yeah. Because so I don't place. think the Star they Tribune didn't tell does us about that one. Oh, mm, very sneaky. Or maybe they did. Maybe they because they said episodes <laughs> one, they didn't, two, and seven. Like, what, yeah, whatever you want to do. Let's I'm drinking a Pinot Noir right now. You do whatever you want. I am excited for the uh, happy hour wine tasting down the street here later today. It's going to be great. Uh, let's see. Dave Harms says, your shows are so great to listen to. Thank you, Dave. I try to listen to other podcasts, but I can't. My wife even enjoys your podcast. That might be because she thinks Declan is cute. Yeah, well, that's nice. Boy band. 
boy band. You're definitely I a, the. I shaved the caterpillar. I got the baby face on. Um, yeah. Shaved that. I had, to, I had to go. We went. We we toured our wedding venue on what was that Wednesday? My father-in-law, future father-in-law, wanted to see the venue, so we went. And I was like, you know, if I'm gonna tour like a really nice, elegant place. I'm not gonna like come in here looking like a. I don't know, man. I think you mustache. should be you. Your stash isn't you bad. Be you, man. I have, I have been given exclusive, uh, or not exclusive, but very prominent advice. You are not wearing that mustache on the wedding. That is not happening. For I, pictures? No, that's yes, fine. Yes, I, I am not that's allowed fine. to wear the mustache yeah. at the wedding. But the stash does not look bad. Dude, I think you should wake up in the morning with it as a negotiating tool, you know, as a, as a bargaining chip. But well, what I, I should this. do. Because I'll shave this, but I'm going to need a little something in return here. How, before we, how about uh, a Declan uh, goatee? No, that on the was day bad. The, Matthew Ca- the best advice. And Matthew Cause gave me a lot of great advice on my, on the microphone and off the microphone. The best advice he ever gave me was shave that goatee. It does not, it is not helping you. <laughs> it is not helping you. Declan. It was your shave Joe it dirt. Off. Look, I liked it. No, but the Joe dirt, I think has more with the mustache. Okay. Than it does well, anyway, I think Phil's together. right. I think you should wait. Yeah. I think that you should show up with, <laughs> the stash what i should do is because we've we've negotiated to not we she didn't want to do a first look and i was like no we have to do the first look because number one i will freak out if i see you if i don't get to see you for eight hours and then we have to walk you down the syrup or walk you down the aisle and then two like getting all your logistics done at a wedding is a lot easier pre-ceremony with all that stuff than it is after the ceremony and so what I should do is during the first look, I, she won't see me, obviously, that day as I keep it for the first look. And she'll just be horrified. But then for the ceremony, I'll shave it. Maybe that's what I'll do. Wow. Maybe so you might I'll keep do. it for the first look after this conversation. Oh, my God. She would kill me. She, <laughs> I, I, she, she would absolutely murder me. <laughs> oh, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. I don't know about about seeing her though before the wedding oh I it's mean, become that's pretty to... standard it's pretty oh, standard really she, no, she didn't like she didn't want to do it but i like i explained like we have a, this is going to be a humongous wedding and getting all like i was just in one last month and we got everything done by like three o'clock so then when the ceremony started and ended all the obligations were basically over for the wedding party like no fo- like photos are done everything everything's done, done. yeah everything's oh. done oh okay hmm all right I guess things have changed. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No, they definitely have. I mean, <laughs> I guess things. Have, what? Whatever. Oh, okay. You do it your way. Wow, that's the quickest I've ever seen Judd give up when uh, yeah. when dishing unsolicited wedding advice before. Uh, actually, Judd, you should dish some solicited advice to people looking to lose weight right now. That's what you should do. I'm very good at that, and that is thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Center. I've been talking about them for a long time now, and you know what? Because they do great work. Look at the guy on the left. Look at the guy on the right. That's right, same guy, down 40 pounds right there, uh, feeling great, looking great, and you too can join th- this plan, which I'm going to tell you right now is going to work, and the nutritionists and dietitians at Livia, they're not only going to help you take the weight off like they helped me, they're going to help you keep that weight off long term, and right now, Livia Days have arrived, best deal of the summer, join today, you're going to get 50% off your personalized program Lose 10 pounds or more in the first two weeks. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program year after year. 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia.com. L-I-V-E-A. Say it with me.com. Inside or outside the state. Um, if you're outside the state, all can be done virtually. We have uh, folks from the PD family who have joined, and we've got numerous thank yous. So become the next person to lose that weight with Livia. Yeah, see, we've been telling you all summer, and you probably regret it these last two days if you haven't taken our advice and gotten out, thanks to Miller Marine and Power Lodge, on a Bennington pontoon. If you were sitting there yesterday just mm, kicking yourself, man, 
Mackie, Judd, Declan, they've been telling me. Throttle therapy, so many lakes, great deals on Bennington's. I could have been on a pontoon instead of oh. swassing out in my backyard. You know? <laughs> might be a, it might be a life-changing mistake that you made, but there's still time this summer to get out to Miller Marine or one of the three Power Lodge locations, Judd, and get into a pontoon. And look at how nice that that looks. As Phil said, it's been hot. It's been sticky. But guess what? If you are in a Bennington, you're cool. You're on the water. You're with friends. It's absolutely perfection. And in this state, in the summer, because summers are short, we're looking for perfection. And that comes from our friends, Miller Marine. They do a fantastic job. Four things. Four things on your list here, okay? Miller Marine, Power Lodge, Pontoon, Yacht Rock. Oh, that's, that's great. all you need. God, I love yeah. your Yacht Rock playlist. Love it. Uh, on the boat or on the dock, you know what, any though? type of summer. Oh, it's great. Yacht Rock. Okay, I got a question there. There are some songs that you are like, no denying Yacht Rock, which I like, by the way, okay? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the genre gets crossed. The wires get crossed at times. And I'll hear yeah. songs, I'm like, that's not Yacht Rock. Yep. No, some What's people, the deal yeah. with that? Well, there's a there's a certain gray area that you either you either kind of sense it or you don't. There's certain people that don't have a yacht rock radar, as I would put it. So just know who to trust. Okay, I'm but, someone you can trust when it comes Sirius to the gray is, area of yacht rock. Sirius is yacht rock channel at times will it's play wrong. songs. I'm like, that's not yacht rock. They're trying to stretch it too much. There's probably okay. only there's probably only like sixty true yacht rock songs. Okay, and and Sirius is probably like, well, you know we. We want a, a more expansive catalog yeah. of songs so people don't, gotcha. you know, so gotcha. they probably have like 120, 150 songs. That's too far. Like Steely Dan's a band where they've got like two or three Yacht Rock songs, but not, yeah. but Steely Dan isn't Yacht Rock, yeah. you know? Yeah. Absolutely. The That's Doobie Brothers saying. aren't Yacht Rock, except for a select small handful of Michael McDonald songs, yes. Doobie Brothers songs. And Michael McDonald Minute is by Minute Yacht is Rock. a Yacht Rock song. Yeah. He is Michael Yacht McDonald's rock. on the he's on the Mount Rushmore of Yacht yes. Rockers. Yeah. But I, I'm glad you can confirm that because I've become confused at times because they'll go from a Yacht Rock classic to this song. And I'm like, that. oh, wait, wait, wait. This can't be the same station. Yeah. No, they just, you know, they, so, you either have the sense or you don't. Okay. Thank you. Know? you. It's like being Thank a quarterback you. whisperer. And I, you either, you know, you either sense the pressure. You're confirming the my beliefs, though. I'm glad to hear that. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Paul Wade says, does Judd have the cojones to ask Kirk Cousins if he would take an Aaron Rodgers-type pay cut? Yeah, Judd, get out there to train. Here's the funny thing. So so Kirk, first of all, Kirk, this is the last year of his contract, so like he's going to be a free agent. Yes. But this is actually the lowest cap hit 
2023 that Kirk Cousins has ever had with the Vikings. It's far below like the 13% sort of historical number that we look at for winning Super Bowls. But the Vikings had to shove almost $30 million of that cap into next year's void year when he doesn't technically have a contract with the Vikings to make it happen. So it's funny, like, I don't know that they've been able, because they have so much dead money on the books, I don't know that they're going to be able to, like, truly bear the fruit of a low-cap hit quarterback because of what they've had to do with this. But technically, this is the lowest cap hit that he has had with. Now, he still gets paid the same. They're just accounting and shuffling the money into partially next year. And with with um, QB contracts having trended in a very positive direction for that position now, the Kirk Cousins contract conversation is not the same conversation it was a few years back, too. Yeah. Uh, but do you have the cojones to ask him that question? That's what he wants to know. Um, no, I, I don't. I can't think of any good way to say, Kirk, would you be willing to take an Aaron Rodgers $35 million like pay? I can't think of what a good he, way you know what you should to do? phrase that. Here's what you should do, because you've already like ruffled his feathers a few times the last few years by asking him like direct questions that are valid questions. What if you took a different approach and you said, hey, Kirk, I have a question from a Vikings fan. And you read the question. You say, hey, Paul Wade from, uh, you know, uh, Chaska wants to know, would you ever take an Aaron Rodgers type pay cut to help the Vikings? I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, that go over real well. That did, no, I'm not. No, no, no. That's going one step too far. That's not necessary. Uh, Zach Pell says, I'm sick of the Judd slander I've been seeing on Twitter and in the comments. I think it's hilarious that kids talk crap about Judd. You wouldn't say this crap to his face. He's jacked. <laughs> not only that, but he wears the freshest clothes, eats at the chillest restaurants, and hangs out with the hottest people. Uh, wow. These people who rip Judd are pathetic. <laughs> Who, who's been ripping me? Just people on Twitter randomly? I, I mean, I, I haven't. What hot people are you hanging out with? I don't know. Well, I mean, the two of us, Not obviously. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don and when Stella? Don, Stella, Declan, Phil, yeah. Thor, Tyler. Yeah. A lot of beautiful people. People who look the, like Vikings. The folks basically. from Finch, Home Solutions. Finch, Home, Cody Finch. Yeah. Co- Certainly Cody? Dave. Yeah. I think what's funny, though, is sometimes, and, and I get this <laughs> as well, is people... And this is this is why over three years ago when we started doing Purple Daily on a daily basis, we had a, a new group of listeners like who are you know who are these guys? Why are they negative or why are they criticizing the Vikings? And we had to explain, oh, it's tough love. Like we are holding them to a standard of we want them to win a Super Bowl, so we're not just going to be okay with every decision they make if it's not helping them get to the next step. And I I do think there's still a pretty high percentage of people that just get thrown off by like why are you critical? But I don't think we've really been critical yeah, since the say. Giants playoff loss, right? I feel like, no. I mean, largely we've we've taken kind of a positive tone regarding this football team with some critiques here and there. But I don't think this show has been, like, overtly negative in quite some time, no. actually. Really, since, like, Mike Zimmer got fired. And they won 13 games. And, yes, I mean, are, are there things that, that we question? Absolutely. But, yeah, I'm I'm with you. This is... This has probably been one of the longest stretches of uh, positivity for, or or at least being excited about things. Like there is, I, I think I said this a few months ago, I can't remember the last time I was this curious going into a season. Like I think there's a lot of things, and it yeah. could break good, it could break bad, right? But there's a lot of interesting storylines and subplots and stuff. Yeah, 
Um, now, if you're a Twins yeah. fan, you, pro- yeah. you probably hate me. You probably hate me and, and you hate us. But if you're a Vikings fan, I would think that we're in pretty good stead with you right now. I don't know. I think we've also sort of tapped into if you're a, a frustrated Twins fan over the years, then you, oh, can, yeah. you can come to us for therapy. But if you're an apologist, you're not going to like what we tell you. Yeah. You know what's funny? One more thing on this. That, I don't know, it's like a small vocal group on social media, but the, like there's a there's a group of people that think that Score North just preys on negativity, right? We just... We're divisive, and we try. We just we when we see an opening to be negative, it's like Dracula sucking the blood out of the fan base or something. We consider ourselves Minnesota sports therapists, right? We're Vikings therapists. Yes. That this is a yeah. this is a Minnesota sports world where the football team, the basketball team, and the hockey team have never won a championship, and the baseball team hasn't won a playoff game in almost twenty years. So yep. there's just a lot of pent up frustration, and we are the therapists. Can you imagine if, like, with actual therapists? If people said, oh, yeah, that therapist that Declan goes to, that Phil goes to, just preying on the negativity, just yeah, preying yeah. on poor they're people. They're looking for like, what's wrong. Creating divisiveness. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying Why to. Why can't they find the positive? Just be positive. <laughs> but, but where I will give uh, the, the young sports fans in this state the benefit of the doubt and a break, too, is they have basically grown up in a time where a lot of people will watch or a lot of people in our shoes will watch a Twins loss or a Vikings loss and try to come up with positive talking points. It's like they lost. You can find, you can talk about what went wrong. And still be a fan. Yeah. And still, oh, absolutely. No, I think you're, it, that's great for fans. But but my point is, you know, when the Bally's postgame show, when the Twins got get smoked 10 to 1, and coming up next, we're going to talk about Trevor Larnick's Trevor Larnick went the opposite way twice tonight. It was very positive coming out. You know, that's confusing then when people actually tell you the truth. Yeah. All right. We're going to take one more shot here at uh, a hypothetical either or for Judd. Right, and okay. See if he can find a I'll, third answer on his own. Okay. All right. I'll this is from off. Brent Kruger. If Kirk Cousins leads the Vikings to the Super Bowl this year, win or lose, would you give him a three-year contract extension? If he leads him to the Super Bowl, yes. Lead is the key word, right? If he's along for the ride but wasn't the but catalyst. This, but in this system, he would almost have to be a primary catalyst, right? Probably. Like, it's not going to be a defensive first. The Vikings couldn't score points, but they had the 2000 Ravens defense. Yes, I would give him a three-year extension if he gets this team to a Super Bowl. As long as it doesn't prevent... Justin Jefferson, Christian well, Derrissaw, sure. TJ Hawkinson, and an elite edge rusher from also being under contract, then I would too. Yes. I probably would sign up for it. I'd probably have to. If he somehow like leads the league in interceptions or something and the defense carries this team, then there's probably a... But I, I would have a hard time believing that they could get that far if he was awful, right? So he'd oh, have to God, be performing... Yeah. Especially in, in this, like o- O'Connell, you know... Whoever plays quarterback for this team, as long as O'Connell is coach, is going to have to play a huge role. It can't be uh, Trent Dilfer along for the ride role. So, right. yes, if Kirk Cousins, not, you know, if Kirk Cousins could get this team to a Super Bowl for the first time in Kirk Cousins' career because he has not even sniffed one yet, yeah, I'd sign him a three-year contract. Yes, uh, I would sign Summit Orthopedics to a contract too because uh, they're very helpful when it comes to People who are dealing with pain, ankles, feet, back, neck, hand, wrist, knee, shoulders, pretty much whatever you can think of, 
No referrals are needed, so you can just stop into any one of the 25 Summit Orthopedics locations. They offer same-day appointments. They also offer orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m. Learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. You can find uh, all sorts of Judd Camp notes sprinkled into these Purple Daily episodes. And be on the lookout because much like on this Friday, we are hitting you with bonus episodes here and there. I think I'm going to make, I was thinking about Saturday, but I want to go to the full padded practice on Monday. You're going to hold off till Monday now? Okay. So I'm probably going to make my return to training camp on Monday and then go to like four practices within like the week before their preseason game. So old Macadac going back for the first time. You know where to find me. Five years. I actually SPF don't 50. because I have not been there He's never for been a there. training camp before. I've been it, there to like hang out with Boone for his training figure. thing. It was more a figure. It was more a figure. Of speech, I actually need you know, him to show I'll me be, where to no, go. I'm, so. Okay, I get that. It was more of a figure of speech. It's supposed to be pithy. And can I borrow <laughs> some of your SPF fifty? Because yeah, I sure you can. I, okay. I got multiple can. I double pack. This one, double one in the car. SPF I got a double. I got yeah. Are you kidding? This stuff's great. I love this stuff. Amazing. I love this stuff. All right, this is the place to be, Purple Daily, for daily Vikings discussions, daily training camp discussions. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. See ya.